Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 703 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Now, Ed, when, when it comes to, like, to, to how you dress, everybody has their own style. And I appreciate that. Yeah. I do. Everybody has their own style. Whatever makes you comfortable, that's it. That's, that's it. They call me ranch because I'd be dressing. Actually, before I... Picked up a few LBs, suits. It was my comfort zone. I'll get back to that. But I don't even think Jeremy's weird with his shorts in the winter with a hoodie. I mean, that's just, I know a lot of people who did that throughout college. People wore shorts all the time, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it happens. Although, however, I think maybe maybe I'm being an old man with this, and you, you guys got to help me out. And I know Joe will be the first to, to let me know I, I'm being an old man in that. Well, I was in the bank the other day. And a guy walked in, and he had on a a suit jacket, sports coat, blazer, whatever you want to call it. And it was the kind of material. You ever had a fuzzy towel? Yeah. It was like a fuzzy towel. towel. Yeah, like a fuzzy towel. It wasn't really terry cloth. It was, it, was, it was weird material. It's fine. That's, that's cool. I wear some loud blazers every now and then. But when you got to his pants... They started off looking like dress pants. And as they got to his kid, they were tight anyway. And guys nowadays wear tighter pants, and I'm cool with that. Not really. I wouldn't do it, but I'm cool. that's, that's a thing. But as they got to his calf, it hugged his calf like a pair of uh, yoga pants. And the pants stopped right below his calf. He had no socks on. And I looked at that, and I thought to myself, it's funny he's playing this song because man, the lines have been blurred so much. I it disturbed me. I I, I called Ed. I said, and I described to him what I was saying. Dude, I, am I becoming an old man where I can't tolerate it? I'm like, dude, that's what do they women used to call those capris? Yeah, he was wearing a pair of capri, tight capris. Men wear those now. Tight capris. Rafael Nadal wears Capri. He had no socks on, Ed. It was 22 degrees outside. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, am I becoming an old man? Yes. It's a generational thing. Because we can't do that. Can't. We look ridiculous. Do we want to? No. Okay. It's a generational thing. No. I look, there's a lot of things I don't understand. I mean, and I see these guys. I saw a guy sitting across from me in the airport. dressed the same way. He had a pair of, like, between sweats and... Dress, you know the ones they have now that like they look like dress pants with five pocket jeans, but they mm-hmm. their sweats and they taper and they the same thing. 
They were elastic at the bottom, and they, you know, they cut off real high. He had that, no socks, sneakers, and he was like, had money because I recognized his watch. I'm looking at this guy's got a few bucks. He had Toomey luggage. He had you know Rolex on, and he had that whole getup on. I'm like, I can't. Why the no socks thing? Like I've never like. I've, I think I've always worn socks. You know me and socks. No, in the, in I don't the, like socks. In the spring and summer, I'm cool with it. Sometimes I won't. Now my feet sweat too much. Joe, am I becoming a dinosaur? I mean, you, you're a lot younger than me. Am I becoming a dinosaur? Uh, maybe. But I also have, like, style of sense, like, one step above Jeremy, so... <laughs> How are you a step above me? I mean, because I'll willingly wear jeans. You wear them like oh, I really don't feel like wearing these, but I'll do it. And I wear a hoodie. And I wear a hoodie every day, also. Like I'll step above Jeremy. I, I mean, look, I can look in the mirror and know that I'm probably not the guy you're coming to for fashion advice, unless we need life med. Yeah, I mean, look, this looks good. This is my favorite life med hoodie, though the gray one. My favorite one. But, like, I have even said this we were, when we were out at the holiday party, and I was blazed beyond belief. I can't believe nobody scrolled into my eyes in that picture. Joe did. Uh, did he, he and so did away. Chuck. <laughs> yes. I didn't think you looked that bad. Until you scrolled in? Oh, or did you think it wasn't that bad? I mean, just overall. I was like, oh, he looks like he's having a good time. But I even said it was. Ed was wearing, <laughs> like, wearing a nice outfit. I said, I could never wear what he's wearing because I would think I look ridiculous in right. it. I don't, that's not me saying mm-hmm. Ed looks ridiculous in it. It's like when um when I was a kid and I tried to uh, my dad always wore a Fu Manchu uh-huh. right he always sported you a Fu tried Manchu. that I shaved the facial hair I had into a Fu Manchu and I looked like a gay biker so I got a motorcycle and some assless chaps <laughs> and I a gay went, biker with a mustache. I just went along I just went along with it <laughs> it's just that's what I look like I, I, I did that once me. I had a Fu Manchu oh, I shaved it oh. I did because yeah. I went to my friend throws a theme Halloween party every year and one year it was Dead Musicians. I went to the guy in the village people who had died who was dressed with the wow. leather and the cop. I, wow. had, I had a, a plastic autopsy score on my chest. Oh. Wow. I did. The big Y scar, and I had my, my leather jacket and my motorcycle gear and a leather hat. Yep. And I, I shaved it to a Fu Manchu. Sadly, I also took my license photo with it. No. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Yeah. Now, I, I guess I, I can ask this out loud. Has masculinity been redefined? Apparently. There's no such thing as that anymore. There's none? Really? I mean, I stopped. No, 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 I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Well, there's things I think that we, you would definitely say were clearly a female dom- the female domain that men, men wear now nail polish now. Yeah. Commonly. I mean, men wear nail polish. Yeah, who was it? The, uh, the, uh, was it Cameron and, um, on his podcast? And Mace, were they making fun of Dwayne Wade for wearing nail polish at his last award thing? But he's also, you know, anyway, don't need to go down that path. But well, The only person I'm not making fun of with nail polish is Chuck Liddell. Because he was sporting that before everybody. I don't care what you you, you want to wear nail polish. I don't, I don't, nail I'm just polish. no 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 we no. We don't care. That's this not the issue. This is no no no. Yeah, that's not my question. Yeah, just, yeah. I'm not judging. I'm asking. Has masculinity been redefined? I mean, like this dude was with a beautiful woman in the bank. He was with he was arm in arm with a beautiful woman. I don't question his sexuality. I'm saying I'm asking you: Has masculinity been redefined in our society now? Is it in 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 when did it happen? I've just never, I missed it. Maybe I've just never cared about it. Surprise, Ed. Like people would say, hey, give me your man card. Here, take it. What are you going to do with it? Where are you going to use it? It's not good. I can't use it anywhere. You know, like, I, but I, I, that's never bothered me or never been an issue. But, like, you can't look at what people are wearing sometimes and go, how the hell did they come out of the house looking like that? 
And that, that comes from me coming out of the house looking like this. <laughs> like, it's nothing special. I'm not doing anything to, you know, go over the... Th- like, I'll do as little as I have to to be the worst or second worst dressed guy at a at, at a venue. If I have to. Well, right now you're the worst because Joe says he's the second worst. <laughs> he no says way. he's a step ahead of you. I'm wearing you. a hoodie. Yeah, you are. What What is that on the front? It's a logo. What's the logo? Why are you being... What is it? Is Psycho this a, Bunny. I thought I was going to say Life Med. No, it's Psycho Bunny. Psycho Bunny, yeah. Who's, who's company I just, is that? I just don't want... Psycho Money. I don't want to get left behind. <laughs> I want to hear from the people. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm, I'm seeing some things. And I'm like... No Rob left behind. That didn't used to happen. That wasn't acceptable before. When did it become acceptable? Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 7.15 in the AM Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. To make a long story short, in the bank, fellow wearing a, basically a, bear, a pair of tight capris, the tight ones, around his calf, stopped right below his calf, no socks on. I'm looking at the outfit thinking, man, that was a time that – he couldn't do that. He was with a beautiful woman, too. Did, she was up on him. It wasn't like, it, I don't question the sexuality. I don't. Did, I just don't know what, when we redefine masculinity. You okay wearing those to the gym? Because I wear those. Like, like joggers? Almost? I wear the tight compression things that go like down about to the calves. So these are like. No, I'm talking the gym. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he was like, like dress pants. Yeah, the compression yeah. things are different. Yeah, yeah I wear those. Yeah, I wear compressions. But I, so with the, what he was wearing, Rob, the outfit, did it uh, accentuate his calves and his dumper? Or, I, didn't, I didn't see all of that. Because just, then that's a different thing. Like if you're trying to show dumper. off your best assets, yeah. yeah, then then I'm for it. You watch that bathroom scene too often. Which one? The bathtub thing. Oh, that's a good scene. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, when, did it, when did it all change? 410-583-1057. Let's go to Joaquin. What's up, Joaquin? Hey, morning, guys. I love this, this barbershop segment, man. It's awesome. Thank you, sir. Uh, hey, when I was in the boot, when Marine Corps boot camp, uh, my drill instructor sat us down, and he had said, everything's going to change. The mothers of America uh, and and the lack of fathers in America is why in the homes is why y'all see that crap. I got two sons 
and 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 uh, yeah, that they don't dress like that. But anyway, tempo. Thanks a lot. I said tempo. Okay, <laughs> let's go to Bob and Timonium. What's up, Bob? Hey, how's everybody doing this morning? Doing well. How are you, man? Doing great. Have you seen this guy that's a coach at the Miami Dolphins and seen the attire he has on the sideline? Mike McDaniel. Yeah. I don't really watch. No, I never really he wear, he wears attire. capris all the time. I didn't I didn't he's know got that. the he's got the capri pants on. You know, if I'm on that team in a tough game with like the Ravens or whatever, I want to look over and see Mike Grable on the sideline as my head coach. I see that dude out there with those pants. He looks like Poindexter standing out there, man. <laughs> Humpty hump. What what did it change, Bob? What did it change? I don't. Hey, when I was in high school, the guys all wore suits with no socks. All the Towsonites, they all thought they were cool. I see them out here while my daughters are graduating the same way, and I thought it was still in style. But I think they're just too fat to bend over and put their socks on anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. Let's go to Neil and Owings Mills. What's up, Neil? Hey, now I'm sorry, Neil. Neil, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Hey, how you guys doing? This doing well, man. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Hey. I definitely believe, uh, first of all, I'm the worst person to, to ask about fashion. So I wear work clothes all day, every day. So, um, however, I do think masculinity is lost in these days and times because uh, I, everywhere I go, I got women trying to open the door and hold the door for me. And I get very frustrated and tell them, no, 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 there will never be a woman in this world that holds the door for me. So I, I feel like that's the thing nowadays. And it's, it's one of those things where I grew up, and that's just not what you do. My son, whenever we go anywhere, I don't care if it's for a male or female, I'm trying to teach him, you make sure you hold the door for the elderly and, and, and you know, the, the, the lady. So I don't know what's changed, but it's now, becoming a thing. Now let me ask yeah. you this question. Is it gone or has it been redefined? Uh, that's a good question. I, I think it's redefined, but I don't like I don't like the definition now. I got you. Know you. Thanks a lot. For, for, I appreciate that. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Steve in Forest Hill. What's up, Steve? Hey, good morning, Rob. Good, good morning. morning, gents. Good morning. Hey, I, Rob, I wanted to agree with you about that style you are you referred to. I don't think that style will ever go out of style. Um, I I make sure my my pant legs sit right on my shoes the yeah. way they should. Yeah. Um, I wear I wear dress shirts to work every day with my company logo. I have them dry cleaned. There's ten in the cleaners while there's ten in my closet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, like, I just I when I go out on the that weekend, like it's still it's still a dress shirt. Yeah. It's just it doesn't have my company logo. Hey. Um, so I I but as far as the masculinity, I think it's diluted. I don't know that it's redefined. I believe it's been diluted. All right, thanks a lot. But does masculinity I, matter? Yes. Why? But I don't I just think fashion changes. Like, do you think George Washington was a fairly manly man? He wore capris. He did. Yeah. Yeah, they wore knickerbockers. Yeah. It was a style. Don't wear them They anymore. wore wigs. They wore wigs. They wore, you know, pants that, you know, went down to their knees and wore long socks. Yeah, they became fancy men. Hey, fancy pants, get in here. We're making decisions on the universe. <laughs> they also defeated the most powerful army in the world. <laughs> they changed the metric system. Anyway. 5,280 feet for a mile. And that's why, of that. that's why ass hasn't been redefined. I mean, to, to say it's gone away is, to me, a little judgmental. Uh, I wonder if it's just been redefined. Uh, and, and that's an error. Well, it's not what we see now is not for me. 
But in, once upon a time, when a man dressed like that, you questioned his sexuality. So is that is that down to new masculinity? Is what I'm asking. I, you, with the first caller we had, and, and I'm not like trying to take anything he said out of context, where he said I'm not going to let a woman hold the door for me. I think he's just saying like you know I'm always going to be there to hold the door. I'm not going to turn away because I think we've talked about holding the door for a woman, and she goes, "No, I can hold the door yeah, myself." We've yeah. had that, and we're like, "Well, damn, I'm just trying to be nice." I, I just think like, and I'm not saying like masculinity and talking about certain things that like we're we're involved in sports. That's right. there's so much masculinity that goes on with that. Yeah, the players dress like that. Yeah, I mean, mean look at the, watch an NBA game or when yeah. they're walking in beforehand and watch the fashion well, yeah. of these guys. Yeah, that's why it's, again, you know, you, mm-hmm. that's the new masculinity. Buffalo Zoe, what's up, man? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How you doing, man? Uh, um, man, listen, it's. It's definitely changed. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like you. I, I can't wear none of that stuff. In fact, I'm a big dude person. But it's, it's now just like a metrosexual thing. That's like a dude wearing them, them old mad bags, man. It's terrible. It's terrible. He <laughs> said <laughs> it's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> oh <Terrible>. boy. <laughs> Oh, boy. Let's go out to uh, Kevin in Elegant City. What's up, Kevin? What's good, fellas? How you doing? Doing well, man. How are you? Good. I'm kind of with you, uh, Rob and Ed. I kind of like the the traditional masculine type of outfits as far as suits and stuff. Pants should be right. But uh, did you see how they had uh, Deion Sanders' sons dressed for that so-called fashion show? They looked like the uh, black Elmer Fudds out there, man. <laughs> I didn't see it. I'm about to Google it now. I didn't... It was hilarious. They, they were dressed in, like, orange and green. I don't know what the hell they were doing, duck hunting or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just was funny, man. It just was funny. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kevin. Appreciate that, man. <laughs> and he had to laugh at the end. <laughs> like the la- I like the laugh. Let's go to Dave. David Bel-Air. What's up, Dave? Hey there, guys. How you doing? Doing well. How are you, man? I'm all right. So um, I don't wear a suit to work. Um, my my uniform of the day is uh, work boots and and uh, flame retardant clothes, right? But mm-hmm. I all think I, I think this all started with casual Friday in the business sector, yeah, right? I, I mean, right. they started they started letting people kind of dress down. And it's went downhill from there. And and that goes to, you know, I mean, Tom Landry wore a suit on the side of the, on, on the side. Or a hat right? everywhere, fedora. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. So that's my two cents, and I'll let you go. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. 410-583-1057 is the number. I don't know if I can talk. I mean, I own red shoes. So. Yeah. You know. Fancy boy. <laughs> so. I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't personally get it. Like, the, whatever people want to wear. I, I don't care what you're going to wear, the fashion. And, you know, and, and that's why I'm making it clear to ask, is it the new masculinity? What? You, what are you laughing at? The I don't care? No, myself. I mean, because I, I don't know where I stand in this conversation. I once had a fist fight when I was wearing a pink sweater. Yeah. You, you've you got some interesting stuff in your closet. I know. People think I have interesting I stuff in mine. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> you dragged this guy by what? I can tell a story now. Nothing they can do. I went to visit my girlfriend at the time. She was a female cop on a strike post. So she was there with two other cops. And, and this guy was drunk and just saying all kinds of crap to her. And I had dropped a coffee. And I'm watching. And nobody's doing anything. And this guy needed to go. He was a belligerent drunk. And he was disgusting. And he Got needed to, to go. go. 
So I had enough. I gave her the coffee. I grabbed him by his collar, and I dragged him right around the corner on Walker Street and knocked him right on his ass. And I didn't, in his mind, to this day, he's got to be, if he tells a story, he got beat up by a guy with a pink sweater and penny loafers on. Oh, that's <laughs> you know how awful that was? <laughs> that's why I always said I, I would never fight a guy in a wheelchair. Because there's no, if you beat the guy up, then, then, you're, an, then you're an a-hole. Yeah. If the guy in a wheelchair beat you up, you can never live that down. Right? You're an a-hole anyway. We're going to talk some NBA at 745 with Jay Khan, the a-hole. But on the other side, <laughs> it's Commission's Baltimore. What you, you got something hot, Commission? Yeah, well, something. some stations won't even play this audio. I mean, I, there's only one news station in our city that I see who actually played it. I'm going to use theirs. Um, if, it's a very interesting piece of audio about a principal in, a, uh, in Pikesville. If it's true, that's one. But now, there's claims of artificial intelligence. So, mm. And that's very possible. There's a lot going on with this we're going to discuss. I'm not even, it's not my opinion what he said. That speaks for itself. It, it, but what was said, I'm not saying he said it. Um, but there's a lot of things going on here that are not right. Commissioner's Baltimore up next on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Ed Norris, the commission's Baltimore. What you got going on, Ed? Well, by, I mean, a lot of people have probably seen this. It's been all over the news locally. Um, principal from Pikesville School. Allegedly, his voice on a recording that has been circulating the, the internet. Um, there's just a lot of problems with this. I, what I'm going to do, I think, is there some is racially charged co- uh, comments in this. There's some anti-Semitic stuff in here. Um, and, and a lot of TV stations have refused to uh, air it. I don't get that. Because they couldn't verify. This is why I asked you where you get the recording from. Because mm-hmm. I want to know who put this forward because, for that. Because they, they don't know if it's real. And there's a lot of questions about this. Um, so we'll, I'll play the audio quickly. And then I'll tell you what my concerns are. here, Other than the obvious about what you hear. I'm the principal here, me and only me. You know... I, I seriously don't understand why I have to constantly put up with these dumbasses here every day. Between these ungrateful black kids who can't test their way out of a paper bag, or these teachers who don't get it, how hard is it to get these students to meet their grade level expectations? Lawrence and Ravenel should have never been hired. And don't let me get started on DJ. I'm going to drag his black ass out of here one way or another. I'm going to get something to stick. I'm just so sick of the inadequacies of these people. And if I have to get one more complaint from one more Jew in this community, I'm going to join the other side. Yeah, that uh, that audio was courtesy of Fox 45 television, Fox 45 Baltimore. Um, they they aired it. I, I saw the. I looked at BAL. I think uh, MAR. They they said they wouldn't. They Fox did. So we used their audio. The problem with this now, and this is a real issue, there's a couple of things here. His comments, obviously, if they're if it's really him, if it's the principal, um, he's got a problem. Eric Eisworth is his name, obviously. Um, however, there's a couple of things here. Number one, the principal's union is claiming this is artificial intelligence. And before you all start rolling your eyes in your cars, 
we know you can do this now. Yeah, I brought this up weeks ago. Weeks months ago. Months ago. And they, we did it at this very station. The afternoon show did it. Mm-hmm. They pranked Ken Weinman, from what I remember. Because all you need is this apps out there now and services. You could provide like five minutes of audio, so like five one-minute clips. They can, you can have them say anything after that. But it does sound like this is being recorded off mic, which makes it sound a little bit more genuine. Well, yes. if you're going to do it, when you do it that way? Yeah, I would think so, but like I, I don't know how the whole AI thing works. But I did say all you have to do is if you if you had it you know recorded over there and sat with your audio and I sat here and recorded and you, would, yeah. it would sound like that. The other problem is Maryland is a two party consent state. Who, if that's a real recording, whoever recorded that without his permission, that's a crime. You will be prosecuted for that. That's what Linda Tripp was prosecuted for in the Clinton the, the you know Monica Lewinsky scandal. That's what I looked like when I dressed up as a woman. Well, Linda Tripp. Sorry, it's just anyway. God. But yeah, it's against the law. You can't record someone without their consent in Maryland. So if that is a real recording, who recorded it? Because here is some reference to Kathy, which is a, an assistant principal. But I mean, it's not. If if this was AI, it's unfortunately, and it's terrifying to me because we talked about this when you brought up the AI stuff. I can't remember who was being the target of that. It was an athlete, I believe. Um, yeah, it was a, some. It was a. Um, Athlete's girlfriend that used right. his to try to catch him in a yeah yeah and now that this technology is available and it's it, it's available to everybody how hard is it and how damaging is it is and I don't know what this is and I'm not going to you know condemn this guy because I don't know if he said it or not I don't know if it's really him they're saying it's not it's it's artificial intelligence um, no one's come forward with this who recorded this. This sounds like a very, it's like a conversation that, you know, we might have, not those terms. I mean, that sounds like it's just a private conversation that you have with coworkers. And if that, if that's a fact, if, if it in fact was recorded and leaked, who did that? I, it just the whole thing just doesn't make uh, if, sense. If it, was, if it was recorded illegally, the person recorded is going to have issues. It's not going to get him out of hot water, though. They're two different arguments. Yeah, yeah, he's, but if it's, that's it's, true, he's in trouble. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to get him. You're, you're right. The person recorded is yeah. in legal trouble. He also reportedly had some uh, issues when he was at Catonsville High as well, uh, yeah. of the same nature. Uh, it's been reported. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, for me, like the, the two different. If he, if this is in fact real, he's he's going to be out of a job. Obviously, um, he's going to be a lot of trouble. But the other stuff, I, I just bring up because. I, I was not comfortable playing this until I saw a television play and I played theirs because I don't know who recorded this. I don't know where it's not verified that it's him. And AI is a real thing now, and that's what they're claiming in, immediately. And if they did this to him, it's a terrible thing. If some recorded it, without his knowledge, it's also it's against the law. Um, there's two part, like New York is a one party consent state. You'll need one person. Like if we, when I was an undercover, I'd wear wire buying drugs. Because only one person had a, and I was the person I gave my consent to be recorded. The deal, the guy selling, we didn't care. It was because it's not against law. Here it is. You can't do that. Um, it's very. Uh, this is a different place. Um, but it just. So, what are your thoughts on this for the for any of the things? Well, for, nat- naturally, you listen. You're coaching. I mean, you're teaching and and educating kids in a public school. Um, you have kids from all different races and walks of life. And to have, and to say that people still feel this way, um, is disturbing. In your education system, these are the people mm-hmm. that are educating your kid, and and this is why I always thought there was there was different educations out there, different different levels of education out there, because there's no way you can tell me if this guy is really feeling this way, if this is him, that as a teacher coming up, he cared as much about my kids as he did Jeremy's kids. He didn't. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and, and I love also when people remind me what year it is. Oh, it's 2024. That's the, that doesn't exist anymore. Um, if this is true, it's obvious it does exist. Yeah, and again, like, hard to say. It was interesting to hear, like, Ed's take from it, because obviously you're going to take it from a, a different viewpoint. Well, I'm looking at it if I was investigating if this. If it's factual, what happens to this guy? Let's say this is real. So he's fired, he's right? He's fired, yeah. I'm assuming, yeah. He's that's, fired. That's the end of it? Like, that's... Can't be prosecuted. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying, like... That would be the the simplification of this, that he just gets fired. Um, if this gets dragged out any further and they find out that this is fake, then what happens? Then the investigation is who, who created this, and yeah. that's what I'd be – because that's – I have no idea what happened here, but I am so fascinated by this story because if I was investigating this, I would be looking at all these angles. And it sounds – look, guys, it sounds real, and I, I didn't even think about it being mm-hmm. – I I, no, I mentioned it yesterday in a text, in a group text. I said, you know, somebody yeah. might say, this is AI. Yeah, and I, I don't, like, when they played the Ken Wyman stuff for me, I'm like, no, no, that's Wyman. I was like, no, no, that's, that's right. artificial intelligence. It sounds exactly like him. So it's pitch perfect. Terrifying. Yeah. Let's go to uh, Hoffa County. John wants to weigh in. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hanging what's in there, um, Not much. Uh, great show, by the way. Um, I wanted to weigh in on this. Like, so my grandmother in New York City, she got a phone call about two, three weeks ago, and it was my voice. And um, they were saying that I'm, I am I had got arrested, I'm locked up, and they need money for bail. You're kidding me. And, no. Um, and so she was kind of like, uh, what? You know, I just talked to him last night, and he's all right. So she hung up the phone and called my parents out here. And lo and behold, it was AI trying to get money. Wow. Yeah. This is, I'm, I've, and I said this to you, Jeremy, exactly what he just went through and what may be happening here, I don't know. This is going to explode because technology is, is, is advancing way faster than, than human morality. And it's just, this is a really dangerous thing to do because that's something I didn't think about. Sure, extorting money out of people. Absolutely. It's one thing to get someone to say, hey, you know, like, um, you know, whatever you know, I, I my, your, your nephew's been locked up, but when you hear his voice on the phone or mm-hmm. grandson, like in this case, and guys, like for the people saying I could tell the difference, you can't. You can't. You can't. Cannot. It's true, but some people you need a lot more data for it to work. Yeah. It sounds good. Like I could do it for some of you guys, and it doesn't sound right. Ed, like if we did it for Ed, he has. I I feel like we'd be able to knock that one down. With Ken, they used they did it for like a week and a half to put enough data in there for actually to yeah. get it to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. Do you think they have enough recorded stuff of this guy to do that? I mean, if if that was the plan to do that, then yeah, I think they would. But it has to be. Easy. But be. But it if it's off mic all the time. Like the reason it would work mm-hmm. for you guys is because and this mic. is always on mic and it's it's like crystal clear. But how many times does he make public, you know, he's a principal. It's a thing, many, yeah. yeah he Some person, speaks publicly a lot. There was one person that said if they if they recorded their graduations over Zoom or did them on YouTube, mm-hmm. then that was a way you could go back and find enough off audio. Yeah, off uh, on Well, no, yeah, like like somewhere that's more clearly recorded that you could well, take that. not even off mic, it'd be clear. It'd be clear on mic because yeah. he'd be speaking to the microphone, and he'd probably be speaking for a long time if it's a commencement speech. Harford County did that with all of theirs during COVID, but we couldn't, the people that couldn't find out, like, oh, did did they do that? 
So, I don't know. Thank you very much, Commissioners Baltimore. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on Fan. Big game breakdown. Maryland tough loss last night. We'll take a look at that at 8 o'clock. But on the other side, we're going to do some NBA with Jeremy Kahn. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on Fan. Well, look, we got a lot going Timberwolves on. are good. They're really good. The Timberwolves are real good, Jeremy. They are, and they're going to be a threat this year. And it's kind of weird talking about it because, remember, they did that stupid thing we talked about. Everybody's zigging, and they decide to zag. But, hey, let's trade for a center when you already have a center mm-hmm. in Carl Anthony Towns. And turns out, like, regardless of all that other stuff, Anthony Edwards is a problem in this league. Yeah, did all you, by himself. Did you see him talking trash to Kawhi? Yes. Calling, yes. Him, calling him an old ass and this yes. and that. Like, what are you, you going to do? Like, he's yes. just talking trash to all the Clippers players. He does not care. He's here for all of it. Um, so what yeah, did, what did he say to Draymond earlier this year? Uh, Something he said to Draymond. He said he he said nobody shut up Draymond. Nobody's listening to you. Exactly. Nobody cares what you think. <laughs> Draymond Green. Nobody cares. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> chirp chirp chirp. Like he just doesn't care. But um, the big thing that happened yesterday was Pascal Siakam getting traded as he goes from the Raptors to the Pacers. Uh, they get back three first round picks, and people are saying, "Man, why would you give up three first round picks?" Well, the plan is if you're good, they're back end of the first round picks, right? If you end up yeah. doing what you're supposed yeah. to do, then it's not as valuable. Um, and a lot of teams have gone this route about trading players, but Siakam's going to fit in really well with yeah. the Pacers because he can shoot outside. He shoots the three. You could play him at the five if you wanted to go small. They probably won't because they have Miles Turner. They could go big and play him at the three if they wanted to. And with Halliburton, once he comes back healthy, they're going to be a real problem in the East, I think. Yeah, it's a different I, I style. It is, you know, but it's something you got to get accustomed to. And on top of it, once we we had the big matchup the other night where Embiid and, and Joker went at it. Uh, Sixers won. Embiid yeah. had an amazing game. I think Joker dropped a triple double, but people are going to focus on Embiid dropping like forty one. I was I was listening to the NBA radio yesterday. And they brought up a good point. How these two, it's one of those robberies that's uncommon in the NBA because normally, what was it the MVP race a couple of years ago when it was Harden and uh, Giannis. Um, um, the Greek freak. Yeah, where those two was going at one another in terms of verbally, not showing each other a lot of respect. Where these two, Embiid and Jokic, have a tremendous amount of respect for one another, mm-hmm. and they said it's just how uncommon that is in the NBA. You know, they would love to see these two maybe square off in the finals because they have a tremendous amount of respect for one another. Yeah, we had a it was a weird thing last night too. We had a hockey game postponed because of weather. The Warriors-Jazz game was postponed because one of their assistant coaches had a heart attack and died. Oh, really? Um, yeah, at a dinner, team dinner. Yeah. Oh, damn. Get a heart attack there, died later. But, yeah, very, very sad night for them with, uh, uh, you know, losing one of their coaches. But kind of a weird thing, too, just seeing – you don't see NBA games get postponed that often. We had COVID. We had, we've had, like – the um the arenas that that where they play hockey and basketball mm-hmm. where uh, the ice is a problem yeah where, yeah where it's like underneath the floor right. and you see the the floor kind of sweating is what yeah. I would say um and they've had to cancel games because of that but you don't see a lot of NBA games get postponed make make sense out of the Pelicans for me please I don't I don't understand how they're twenty five and seventeen well I mean there's talent there they're finally healthy so you look at C J McCollum had a collapsed lung at the beginning of the year um so you look at having McCollum having Brandon Ingram Zion Williamson. We can all say what we want about Zion and his weight and staying healthy. When he's on the floor, he's ridiculously good. Yeah, he is. Uh, and then you add in a, a Jonas Valanciunas he's as a well. Freak. Yeah, so then you have Herb Jones, and um, there's a handful of players there that they can mix and match, whether they want a shooter on the floor, whether you want a defensive player. I just think they're a tough out. I'm not telling you they're going to make a run to the championship or anything, 
probably a middle of the pack um, West uh, Western Conference team, but they're a dangerous team because there is talent there. Wait, Lakers have won five out of the last six. Only loss was to the Thunder. Um, Anthony Davis has been on fire. I think the key to him, he was what one assist. I think shot of a triple double last night. The key to him has been health. Mm-hmm. Can he carry them yeah, down the stretch? I think it's going to matter. Twenty-one now. Well, so the big problem for the Lakers is now the trade deadline and all this stuff's approaching. You're going to hear about guys getting moved and all the rumors going on. Rumor was that the Lakers were going to be in on some players, but you know D'Angelo Russell would have to be involved in any trade going back. And I don't know that they've. He's good for them. I, I think he kind of fits. LeBron's kind of reined him in a bit because he's a bit of a wild card at times. Because when you're on a team with AD and LeBron. You're not the first choice. You're not the second choice. And honestly, sometimes on the floor, you might not be the third, depending on what group's mm-hmm. out there and who's got the hot hand. So that's a, I think that's a tough pill to swallow for D'Angelo Russell, but he's been playing well. So if, if they decide to make a move, will it be a smaller one for a depth piece, or will it be a big move to try to get a big three again in L.A.? And we'll just have to wait and see if it happens. But there are all kinds of names out there. Who has surprised you so far this year, Jeremy? Uh, good, good or bad? Either way, um... I would say the the good would definitely be the Pacers. I didn't expect this because, you know, like when you watch teams that play like this, you're seeing them run up and down the floor, putting up a ton of shots, shooting early in the sets, and a lot of times you see their defense give up points, in which they do, but they're just so efficient on offense. Right. It's the best passing team that I think I've ever seen at this level. Yeah. They just, nobody they don't care who scores. They're moving the ball around. Like, Halliburton's had 40-point games, and he's had 20 assist games. You know, like, it, it doesn't matter. They keep – they're just so efficient. So the Pacers have been a pleasant surprise. I think disappointing, you'd have to say the Bucks, right? Mm-hmm. Because there was all that talk. Mm-hmm. They're terrible against point guards. Damian Lillard can't defend. Last night, with a game without Giannis, they start out down 20-2 to mm-hmm. against the Cavaliers. They could never make it back in that game. So – um, yeah, I think they've been a bit of a disappointment. You could call the Lakers a little bit of a disappointment, but they're, they're starting to turn it around now. Yeah, and they're a team that it's really hard to label them because you know they have uh, good players that they can. I hate to say flip a switch because it's so disrespectful to the other guys in the league, but technically flip a switch. Jeremy, we got to have more NBA with you. Always look forward to it. Thank you very much, my friend. Gordon McGinnis joins us from PFF. He'll uh, join us at eight thirty to talk some football playoff style. But on the other side, eight thirty. Herps on the road, disappointing loss. Great game by Jameer Young. Just not quite enough. It's the coach's breakdown up next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 